Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is John Witherspoon. Bang, 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 bang. Don't nobody go to the bathroom for the next 35 or 45 minutes. Yeah, boy. You're listening to the SciFact Radio Show. Hello, world. Welcome to another edition of the SciFact Radio Show. I am Sci, your host. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. I know you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to hang out with me. And for that, I thank you. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, follow me at I am Sci. Also, like the SciFact fan page on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com forward slash the SciFact. Tonight's special guest is Hal Roth, author, and he's going to share his new novel, The Deadliest Game, as well as discuss his past history working with Motown and the toy industry. Please welcome Mr. Hal Ross to the Sci Effect Radio Show. Welcome, Hal, and thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Um, your book is quite interesting. Before we get into the book, can you tell us how long have you worked in the toy industry and how did you get into that type of business? Actually, I've been in it for over uh, 35 years. I was in uh, the music business promoting recording artists such as Peter, Paul, and Mary, and uh, Roy Orbison, and a few other people, and uh, never thought I'd leave the music industry until a meeting that I had with a Canadian toy company who wanted to get the rights to a new toy uh, uh, video, uh, sorry, uh, an audio system, which was a two-track system called Play Tape. And they wanted to get the rights to Motown, and we were representing Motown in Canada. So we had a a meeting with the uh, toy company, and after that meeting, they offered me the position of taking over that product. And I turned it down because I was just uh, offered something else in New York, and I ended up uh, working in New York for a year with MCA Records. Mm -hmm. And that didn't go too well because I found out in New York, unless you have uh, an awful lot of money, uh, it's kind of a tough town to live in. Right. So I called uh, the toy company back and offered my services, and they hired me. And I learned the uh, the toy industry by literally li- living out of a suitcase and traveling across Canada, uh, offering a very inexpensive line of toys from the Orient to the major retailers. And that's how I learned the business, which was a great way because I started from from really uh, the travel and quite a bit of travel and meeting everybody. And, and that's how I learned it, and, and I've stayed with it ever since, never thinking I would, but I did. It's amazing where life takes us, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. In the meantime, I was writing since my early teens, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a book published by Doubleday uh, in my 20s. And uh, since then, having a full-time career, it's very tough to do both, right. unless you're patient, and I was patient. and. The current novel that I've completed took over seven years. Now, your current novel, The Deadliest Game, what made you decide to write a novel about an attack on the industry you work in? I think it was uh, vivid imagination, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the After after what happened in 9-11, you know, your mind starts coming up with various scenarios, none of which are pleasant. Right. And, and liking to write and and, uh, and liking the toy industry or knowing the toy industry, I tried to combine both, and that's how it all came about. Now, the subject of terrorism is a pretty hot topic 
right now, and it's also incorporated very well into the novel. What inspired you to choose this as the basis of your plot? Truthfully, I have no idea why why I picked it. It just came to me, and, and being familiar with uh, electronic toys, where there's a plastic tab in many cases or many instances where, unless until you pull that tab, the batteries aren't activated. Right. And it got me thinking about what would happen if, when that tab was pulled, it not only activated the batteries but actually activated an explosive device. Wow. This so again, is it's, amazing. it's that vivid imagination always churning. Right, right. Now, the character in your book, Blair's, it seems like Blair's business was a negative impact on his father-daughter relationship and his ex-wife as well. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to decide between your business and your family? No, not really, but uh, one regret I do have is back when I was younger, I did travel quite a bit, and I didn't spend as much time with my kids as I would have liked. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the kind of thing, where as, you, as you get older, you regret it. Yeah. But I was working almost seven days and seven nights a week way back when. Yeah, we as working parents struggle with that at times. <laughs> Any chance of Deadliest Game becoming a film? I can totally see this on the big screen. Well, I hope you're right. I know uh, the publisher is working towards that goal, and uh, it's still too early to tell, but uh, mm-hmm. we have our fingers crossed. Okay. Well, we'll be looking out for it. We're going to keep our fingers, toes, and eyes crossed as well because this is an awesome book, and it should definitely become a, a feature major film. Well, thank you. I hope you're right. Is your main character... Uh, Blair Mulligan, executive in the toy industry, chosen randomly, or does he represent one of the RP Toys executives? Actually, he's. Uh, there are parts of myself, of course, in him. But the name, curiously enough, uh, Mulligan, was the name of a woman I worked with okay. a number of years ago. We've remained friends ever since, and she's just a wonderful woman. And uh, I purposely picked her family name for, for the character. And what does she think about that? Well, she's waiting to read the book. It's just being it's just being released now. Right. So she's anxiously waiting for the release, and then she's going to give me a full report. I hope it's positive. Now, your choice of gaming system as the toy on which to launch the terrorist attack is interesting. Have these newer systems had a dramatic impact on traditional toy industry, and if so, how has the industry adapted? Actually, unfortunately, I think it's really it's really hurt traditional toys in that mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of the consumer dollars are now going to not just electronic toys, but iPhones and iPads. Right. Kids at a younger and younger age are are really getting into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's had a major impact on on traditional toys and and where the volume has been going in, in the past five to ten years. If you could have your readers walk away with one new perspective after reading your book, what would it be? Well, I guess uh, the major thing would be that they were entertained because without that, they wouldn't be and it held their interest. Without that, there wouldn't be any point to it. But it's not meant to to leave a a major or a very important uh, lesson or teach Mm -hmm. a lesson. It's more to entertain and hopefully they've learned a little bit about the toy industry. You know, is is there, I know you have a, a book you've um, 
that's been published prior to The Deadliest Game. Is there any connection between your first book, The Doll Brokers, and The Deadliest Game? No, actually, The Doll Brokers was published by myself, and it's since come off the market because this the new publisher that's picked up my book has asked to also release this, the original one. So The Doll Brokers will come out next in a year or two from now, and there is no relationship between either one. Okay. Did you ever think about coming up with the game based on your latest book? I hope not, and I hope nobody does. <laughs> I, I, I can agree with you. I had to ask, though, but I completely agree with you. For your next novel, do you think the character Blair Mulligan will be a character you write about again in the future, and any plans for a sequel? Uh, not now, because I, I have started another novel that takes place in Florida, in a gated retirement community. Nice. And, and uh, it's, uh, there's a, a series of murders that take place there. So it's nothing really to do, or not very much to do with the toy industry. There will be a character who is in the gay industry, but he'll play a minor role. And But one day I am hoping to come back to, uh, to Blair Mulligan. Well, I'm excited to read the next uh, actual book. you got to keep I will get you a copy as soon as it's ready. Yeah, please do. Please do. What is the best-selling toy you've ever distributed? Um, I guess I sold the original Star Wars figures. This is going to show you how old I am, but uh, it is what it is. Strawberry Shortcake Dolls, the original. Oh, my God. Easy Bake Oven, Baby Alive. <laughs> and things like Slinky oh, and Etch-A-Sketch. You're taking me back to my childhood. I still sell Etch-A-Sketch, and it's still popular, and I still sell it to Toys R Us and Target and uh, Walmart, wow. among others. That is so awesome. Wow. <laughs> What's your favorite toy you've ever uh, distributed? Probably Jenga. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the game. Yes, yes, I am. Jenga, I had a phone call Jenga. from uh, a, a buyer friend of mine in Montreal mm-hmm. who um, had a meeting with the with two gentlemen who had traveled to Africa and found this product. They didn't invent it, but they found it and, and somehow got the rights to it. And he asked me to fly down to meet with him, and I did. I brought it back to Toronto, and uh, I showed it to the uh, principals that be at one of the largest toy companies in Canada at the time, which was Irwin Toy, and they picked up the rights for the world and and ran it for a, a long number of years until the rights reverted back to the original inventor, and she has since then licensed the rights to Hasbro. So would you ever get back into the toy business regarding um, coming up with new toys? Is that something you're interested in? Well, no, not really. I think my between distributing product and writing, there really, really isn't time for inventing or anything else. But okay. uh, And I'm just hoping to continue to write. That's really been my first love, okay. is writing. Before I let you go, how can everyone connect with you in Cyberworld as well as purchase your new novel, The Deadliest Game? They could go to my website, which is halrossbooks.com, and Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and uh, Books A Million, among others, uh, are listing the book and will have it for sale very soon. Fabulous. 
Hal, I want to thank you for coming on the Sci Effect Radio Show. Again, it's a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for sharing your book. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I read a little little bit of it, and I'm excited. I know Nina's going to be shipping it to me soon. And um, I can't wait for the next novel. So you got to keep us posted. We sure will. We'll keep you posted, and we really appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Thank you all for hanging out with me on the Sci Effect Radio Show tonight. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, follow your girl at I am Sci. Also, like the Sci Effect Radio Show fan page on Facebook under the Sci Effect. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Sci Effect Radio Show, email me at info at the Sci Effect Radio Show dot com. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mwah.